You're listening to The Happy Hour Effect with Kristen Brown. This is Episode 6, and if you've got a big dream or goal, listen, because I'll tell you how to get there faster, easier, and with a heck of a lot more fun in the process. Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome to the Happy Hour Effect. We are in episode six already. It is so hard to believe that I have already done this many, and it's just been a crazy, amazing ride. I've been ranking in both health and business on iTunes and getting all kinds of great new listeners and subscribers. So thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out with the Happy Hour Effect. This is just such a great 15 to 25 minutes of inspiring and motivating time to really help you grow your business, to help you come up with new ideas for brand buzz, to help you have more work-life fun and more work-life balance, even though you know if you've been listening that balance is a curse word for me. And today, I want to help you in both your professional and personal goals by giving you a little way to remember how to decide which goals are the best to go after right now so that it fits with what your life is like, so that it fits with where you want to go with your career, where you want to go with your personal life, and so that it fits with your family dynamics as well. And there are a lot of things to take into consideration when you have a big dream or a big goal, whether it's something business-related, whether it's in your personal life. And I really want to help you make that an easier transition because change is hard, right? Anytime you want to do something new, whether it's amazing and awesome and good or whether it's a little scary, it's still a big adjustment that we have to make. No matter what change comes, it pushes us out of our comfort zone and it makes us go, eh, I don't know, I feel out of control, I don't know what to do here. And we kind of dig in our heels sometimes. We've all done that where we say, I'm, I feel safer here in my little safe bubble of the world than if I take this leap and try something new outside of what I know what to expect. So I want to give you some criteria that can help you make that easier, help you make any type of goal faster to achieve, and help you prioritize. Because the fact is, our to-do lists are overflowing, right? In my last episode, I talked about the work-life balance myth. We have so much stuff that we juggle every day, every hour. There's so many things spinning in our minds. So we have to decide what's going to take precedence, what we're going to prioritize. And so what I'm going to give you today are some criteria for goals, G-O-A-L-S-S, that will help you to streamline that process. So it's more fun, easier, and you just get there faster because that's what we want, right? When we have a big goal, let's make it happen. Patience is not a virtue, at least for me. Now, if you want the details about this show, I'm going to share some links and some resources, as well as the written outline of what goals stands for. You can go to the show notes page on the website. All you have to do is go to happyhoureffect.com, click on podcasts, and all the podcasts are listed right underneath there. And just go to episode six. We're in episode six right now. Goals, G-O-A-L-S-S. All right, so let's get into this. I can't see your show of, show of hands, but I'm guessing about 99.9% of you are going to be raising your hands when I ask you this. How many of you have ever had a goal and failed? Big, fat, fail. I'm raising both my hands, both of my legs, and all my hands and t- fingers and toes because I've had a lot of them. And, you know, failure can really sour us to wanting to try something new again, especially if you're going after the same thing again with a new approach. I know in business that happens to people a lot. You know, an entrepreneur will will fail and 
then they'll go and they'll try a new business and that'll fail and they'll go try a new business and that'll fail. But finally, something will explode, something will hit. And it's just the right synergy, the right combination of tools and marketing and idea and support and newness to the market. And it all comes together. And pretty soon that entrepreneur that had all of those failures along the way suddenly has the right combination of stuff that made that big goal, that big dream, that big idea made it become reality and made it become successful. And any goal or dream that you set out to achieve has that potential, but you need to know how to decide which of the goals to go after first. Because I know for me, I'm a single mom. I was widowed seven years ago, so I've got a lot to juggle with my daughter. I've got a lot to juggle with my business because I'm a speaker and I'm a writer and I do this podcast and I have clients. So how do I decide what is going to be the most beneficial, not just for my financial security, but for my daughter's happiness and health, for my own happiness and health? How do I decide what to tackle first in all of the goals that I have in the multiple areas of my life? This goals criteria, G-O-A-L-S-S, can help you in both personal and professional aspects. It's not just for business. It's not just for personal, but you can use these to help guide any decision you make. And I'll give some examples and some case studies as we go through here so that you'll understand how they can apply to one or the other. I already said it, goals, G-O-A-L-S-S, double S at the end. What that stands for, I'm going to list out what they are and then I'll go into each one. Gut checked, obtainable, actionable, life oriented, supported, and small steps. I'll say it one more time. Gut checked, obtainable, actionable, life-oriented, supported, and small steps. When you think about a goal, decision, change, dream that you have, the first thing you need to consider is if it is gut checked. Does it feel good? Does it feel right? Does it feel like something that your heart and your mind and everything's all aligned and you've got the right energy in you and it feels good? Because how many times have you done something and in hindsight, you look back and you say, oh, I knew I shouldn't have. Oh, it was too good to be true. Oh, this seems like it's just not even realistic. Your gut is legit. When you evolve out of the embryo while you're developing, your brain and your gut evolve out of the same cluster of cells. So there is a legitimate connection between your brain, what your brain is perceiving, and what your gut is feeling. So when you feel that discomfort or that red flag that pops up or you get the chills on the back of the arm when you're talking about something, that is a true signal from your brain to your body, hopefully back to your brain to take action, to think further about whatever that goal, action, decision is that you are thinking about putting into action in your life. It needs further analysis because it is maybe not exactly what you should be doing. So follow that gut, gut checked, number one criteria when you're going after a goal and deciding which goals and dreams to prioritize. Got it? The second thing in the goals criteria is obtainable. Obtainable means that the thing that you're setting out to achieve is actually realistic. It is something that you could realistically make happen in your life in the amount of time that you're thinking you want to accomplish it in. So say you have $50,000 in debt. Maybe it's personal debt, maybe it's business debt. And you have this idea in your mind that you're going to grow your business by 75% and you're going to go on some grand vacations and you're going to 
buy a new car and you've got all these big dreams and goals, but you have this lingering debt out there that's really impossible to pay off unless you had some major windfall or an inheritance or something big and major happened. That means that that goal of buying a new car or doing something new in your business and making a big investment there probably shouldn't be prioritized quite yet until you have that debt under control because that's going to be like a black cloud hanging over you. Obtainable could also be something like, oh, I want to lose 50 pounds in a month. Well, A, that's not healthy at all. B, it's probably not going to be realistic because unless you're hundreds and hundreds of pounds, 50 pounds is just too large of a ratio of your starting weight to be even realistic. So think about what you want to have happen. Is it obtainable? Could it potentially happen the way you envision it in real life? The second thing is actionable. Any goal, any dream, any change, anything that you set out to do in your life you should be able to go take an action to make that a reality right now. It could be something as simple as saying, okay, you know what? I want to start a business on scrapbooking. The first thing that I can do right now is I can go to the computer and I can Google scrapbooking. That's literally your first actionable step. And I use this example because I had a client who wanted to start a scrapbooking business and she was so overwhelmed and she just had this big end goal in mind, right? That she had this scrapbooking business she wanted to start, but she couldn't see the steps to get her there. She was just seeing having this scrapbooking business. And so I helped her break down her big massive goal of having the business, broke it down into little five minute steps and helped her get there faster with tiny actions. Actionable. You need to be able to make something happen, do something right now with anything that you want to have happen in your life. So always think about that as a criteria when deciding if something is something that you should be going after right now. The next is life oriented. People get so mad at me when I talk about life oriented because people are like, well, you should dream big. I agree. Dream big. But there are times when dreams can actually be stressful. People are like, no way, that is impossible. But if you have a dream that you've been thinking about for a long time, years even, that dream is sitting there in the back of your head and you're not taking action on it, it can actually send you subconscious messages that you're a failure. You're not saying, oh, I'm a failure. I'm not buying myself that cruise to Alaska or I'm not paying off my debt. But if there's something that's lingering back there, a dream, a positive thing that would make your life better, but you're not accomplishing it and you're not taking action, then it's sitting back there and it's causing problems in your subconscious mind. And so when I talk about being life oriented and thinking big and, you know, having dreams, good thing, of course, but you also have to be realistic about what is possible right now. I'll give you an example from my life. One of my big dreams... One of my big goals is to go live in Spain for a summer with my daughter, write a young adult fantasy, just a, one of those things that you can read in like a night because it's so engrossing and you just want to find out what happens next. Right now, that is not life oriented. Doesn't mean it's a bad dream. It just means right now my daughter is seven. <laughs> Going to live in Spain for a summer, not realistic. She's not old enough to appreciate a trip like that. She does go to Spanish immersion school, so she would enjoy it. And it would be beneficial, but I don't want to spend the money yet until I know that she's going to really appreciate what a trip like that could mean. Again, not a bad goal. It just means that right now I'm not going to focus on it. That's not going to be a priority because it's not life oriented. So always think about that. Is this something that your family will support, that your financial situation will support, that your current job situation or your boss will support? Is it something your health can support? Sometimes when you add more and more stuff, your body just can't handle it because we're not getting enough sleep, you're stressed out, even stuff that's really exciting, new babies and new houses and new cars and all that stuff can be really fun and exciting, but they can really put a strain on us financially, sleep-wise, mentally, spiritually. So always think about how 
how any decision or goal that you decide to undertake is going to impact all of those areas of your life, not just sort of that immediate gratification of thinking about completing that goal, how that's going to impact you. So think about your life and how it's going to impact you. The next thing is supported. The first S of the double S's in goals, supported. This one, easily the most important letter in this word. Your goals must be supported. If you have something that you want to accomplish, very rarely can we make something big happen alone. We need partners. We need a support system. We need a tribe that's going to understand, A, why we want to make the change in the first place, B, what we need to be successful in that, and C, motivation to keep us going on the path. Because there's always setbacks. Whether you set out to start a business or write a book or pay off debt or lose weight, we always have setbacks along the way and in the process. So you need that tribe and that support system there to keep you going, to hold your hand when you run into the roadblock and help you get through it and over it. You have to have that network. So think about who the right people are for the goal that you want to reach, because it's not going to be the same group of people for the different areas of your life. If you want to lose 25 pounds, the people that are going to help you reach that goal are going to be very different than the people that are going to help you finish a book or, or launch a business or change your business direction or go back to school. All of those areas require very specific types of people that are going to fit your needs for the type of support that you need to accomplish that goal. The number one most crucial step in reaching a goal. The final S in goals with the double S is small steps. And this really ties all of them together. And what I mentioned earlier about the woman with the scrapbooking company, when we broke her big giant goal of having a scrapbooking company into tiny, tiny small steps, it became much more measurable for her. She was able to see progress being made, and that was motivating for her. She was able to make progress faster because as she got one little five-minute task done, she, she would say, oh, gosh, I've got five more minutes. Let me just do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So make sure that any goal, any change, any decision that you need to make, that you're able to step back from the big end result and say, okay, what are the steps that I need to take in the interim the little tiny small steps that are going to make the big end result happen faster, easier, keep me on track, keep me motivated, keep me from not prioritizing the goal anymore because you forget what even needs to happen to make that end result happen. So that is goals. Gut checked, obtainable, actionable, life-oriented, supported, and small steps. I want you to use that Every time that you've got something big or even small that you want to accomplish in your life to figure out if you should prioritize it above something else. So you could take your to-do list and you could say, okay, I need to either clean the garage or I need to go spend time on building my business. And you could use that same thing. You could say, is it gut checked? Is it obtainable? Is it actionable? Is it life oriented? Is it supported? And can I break it down into small steps? And that can help you say, you know, the garage thing, it's a really big task. I don't really have the support to make that happen right now because I don't want to do it by myself. Okay, well, then let's go do some stuff in your business that you can work on. And the next time you have a spouse or a kid or a friend that can come and help you with the garage, then you can do that later. And also, you know, there's always the money aspect, right? So many people get stuck when it comes to money. They say, well, it's going to cost me too much to do this, or I don't have the support, or I need to do what's going to bring me the most money. But that becomes complicated then, because if everything is defined by money, you're forgetting about the happiness and joy and satisfaction and connection that you have with others when you go about doing the things that really make you happy and the, the reason you want to achieve the goals in the first place, right? You know, if you say, I want to lose 50 pounds, it's not so you can make more money. So always think not just about the money, but how it's going to impact your health, your safety, 
your relationships with others, really just all of those other areas of your life outside of money so that your decisions aren't clouded by that financial stuff that can cause us so much stress and indecision. If you had all the money in the world and you had to make a decision, how would your decision differ if that weren't a factor? I love having people use that criteria and say, hey, if you had a million dollars and you had to decide if you wanted to do X or Y, which one would you do? All right, so that is today's show, talking about goals really quickly. If you're on the treadmill, if you're driving in the car, think about some things that you're thinking about right now in your life. What are some things you'd like to accomplish? And then think about why you're not accomplishing them. What's holding you back? What's roadblocking you? Are there things that you can do to help move you forward? Maybe it's using this criteria, gut-checked, obtainable, actionable, life-oriented, supported in small steps. Most people see amazing, massive results when they make their goals more action-oriented and they break them down into small steps. So try some of those things. Think about why you're not achieving what you really want to achieve in life. Work backwards and then create a plan so that you can move forward in a more positive and a more structured way to really reach those larger goals that you have in mind for yourself, both personally and professionally. All right, so if you love the happy hour effect, please head on over to iTunes, give it a little love, share it, review it, subscribe. You'll get fresh episodes every week, and they will always be about brand buzz, fresh ideas, work-life fun, and I've also got some really fun interviews with people coming up. If you're interested in being on the show yourself, drop me a note. Tell me why you think you would be a great guest for this topic, fresh ideas, brand buzz, and work-life fun. We'll get you set up to inspire. Again, if you want to know about the show notes, head over to happyhoureffect.com, click on podcasts, All of the episodes are listed right there. I'm Kristen Brown. This has been The Happy Hour Effect, Episode 6, talking about goals. And I look forward to seeing you next time.